Alright, welcome back to another episode of the What You Thinking Podcast. I am your boy, Miles. And this is Colin here. What's going on, Miles? What is going on? Another day, another dollar. <laughs> Good thing we getting another dollar. Yes, A lot yes, of people yes. ain't. Yes, yes, my my heart and prayers go out to everyone out there right now who's still struggling. But hopefully you guys got the stimulus checks. All right, got that little little twelve hundred dollars or whatever came from the government, little little bump. Now that needs to be a regular check. Now if I could get a little extra twelve hundred on the top every month, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. That would be, you know, I think that would work out pretty well for everybody if that was, you know, hey. that was to happen. Did you hear? But did you hear about the? Um, emergency money for the people act that they're trying to push through legislation Nah, what they trying to do trying to trying to um get a bill going to send people to no it's two thousand dollars a month for six months until the things go back to normal two thousand dollars a month with the per same person? pretty much uh per person yes yeah yay yeah, no. What was you that? Got my address, right? I said you got my address, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, man. Just, for just dropping it, just drop it there. You know what I mean? Two thousand dollars a month from what I'm, you know, for the next six months, I'll, I'll take it. Hey, I ain't gonna fight you on it now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they handing out free money. I don't, I'm not gonna, oh, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't want that. No, no, yeah. no, oh. no, no. Where, where's the cash? <laughs> yeah, man. We all need ain't no wrong little extra cash. Hey. I mean, can but can you imagine the amount of money that will you know two thousand dollars a month for six months for all Americans? What you gonna, what you gonna do with it? So that's what twelve. That's twelve. That's twelve grand. What you gonna do with an extra twelve grand? <sighs> extra twelve. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy some Legos, man. I'm gonna buy some more Legos. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were saving that for later in the episode. You just going. I couldn't right help myself. It, huh? Sorry to everybody out there. I, 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 me and Miles have been talking about Legos before in our prep for this episode, and I just couldn't help myself and mention that now, and what to do with. Because that's like a little tease for the audience. You know, you need to stick around. Little so tease for later. I'm just yeah. yeah. You it's know, so exciting to talk about, about Lego. So so okay. Besides besides emptying your pockets on Lego, what you gonna do? Twelve grand. You got twelve grand. What you doing with it? Well, I'll have to say with that money, I'm definitely gonna pocket and save as much as I can if I was able to. If they, oh, if that, what a responsible human. Yeah, I, yes, very responsible. I would love to save as much as I can, especially since I'm home. I'm not traveling as much for work purposes. So this would be the ideal time to save, especially since, you know, thankfully I'm still working. Um, but it would be a nice to just save up a little more as much as I can. Uh, that I think that's definitely more beneficial. But uh, definitely probably I want to buy a pull-up bar here in my place. I need a little more workout equipment um, since we don't know how long this is going to last. Uh, I feel mm-hmm. like I need to start building up some more stuff around here. As far as workout stuff, and because um, just yeah, it's been a struggle with the limited things I have now. I really do miss the gym. Um, 
I do miss the gym big time, and so I gotta kind of make my really? own thing over here. W- yeah. Why do you miss the gym? Tell me. I just miss the gym, man. Just miss you know. I used to have the access to my to my pull up bar section, my mat area, you know, and then I have the access to still have all my free weights, my barbells, my bench, you know, it kind of like that freedom. You so know. let me ask you a question. Do you miss yeah. do you miss the weights or do you miss like the gym atmosphere? Cuz I, I think I, I think it's certain things, right? Cuz I think some people definitely are missing kind of, you know, the camaraderie, like the gym, you know, people who just love the gym and other people who love the gym yeah. getting together to love the gym together. Mm-hmm. Um Right. So are, is it that you, you're missing, like, that, like, the sort of human connection that the gym brings? Or are you just, yeah, I just wish I had some more weights in my house? Um, I think it's a little bit of just both of, you know, just the having access to amount of the workout um, equipment. But also, yeah, I guess it's the vibe and, you know, I guess the people and just vibing off other people as well. I think we all kind of somewhat miss that. Um, I know I can't speak for everybody. I know so everybody's different. What taking probably care less for that type of stuff, but they just want to get their workout in and be out. You know, you which mean is totally like me. Yeah, like you, Miles. Like it's just like yeah, I'm just, I just need to get this in. I don't care what you're doing. Get out of my way. I don't like exactly. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you got that. You got you got those uh, uh, type of people out there, which is no problem with that. Which is totally understandable. The gym is supposed to be our escape place for those. You know, after a long day of work or stressful times, the gym is our you know escape. And so you kind of miss that now. You know, I'm in a routine where it's like. I'm home all day working, and then to work out at home, it's like, ah, I'd rather go out. I'd rather change the change the scene or change the, you know, just to go and look at something else rather than my own apartment for the last, like, right. 10 hours. And, and I, I mean, we've been stuck in our homes 24-7, really, so we're just here all the time. So it's just I want to see something different. So I've just been going out for walks a lot more now. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's been my escape now, just going out for walks. I still work out at home, but it's not as much. I feel like I've kind of slacked, which is totally okay. Like, you know, it's just, I know I'll, I eventually get back on it, but the walks have been very refreshing for me, especially down, I mean, down here in Florida, you know, of course you get the nice weather. So you have, let's me, not, let's know, not rub that, it in. Let's not rub it in. Uh, sorry. Yeah, more. I know. You know I apologize. <laughs> I know New York, New York is struggling with thirties and forties up there still. Yeah, it's thirties every weekend. It's been raining every other yeah. day. The weather, the weather here has been trash. So it ain't really like you missing much when you're going outside. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I, it's I don't still New York. Yeah, I, oh, it's still cold. Yeah. I don't miss New York at all. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying the walks down here with the nice weather. I'll take that any day. I think if must, I honestly, nice. if I would, <laughs> Honestly, if I was in New York right now or up north where it's colder, I feel like I would definitely be a little bit more depressed. Like I I wonder how you guys have been dealing with it for this for this long, especially for New Yorkers. I mean, I think it's just when you're just so used to getting up and going, especially you, Miles, you're I think you're a lot more active than me as far as like doing different things and like going out, exploring and trying different things. I think but I can imagine here's the fu- the thing is though like i'm really i'm really split because i i am that way and i'm also uh 
like I can also be super homebody. Like I'm used to staring in front of a computer screen when it comes to my hobby of photography and stuff. Like so I'm used to sitting in front of a computer screen for hours and not leaving the house. Like throwing on headphones, sitting in front of a computer screen and just and just that's it. I don't need nothing else. Um, right, right, right. But I think the weather has helped because if the weather is not good, you don't feel as bad about not going outside. Right. It's just like, oh, it's pouring down rain. Like, I'm glad I ain't got to go to work today. Like, <laughs> like, like, you wake up in the morning, right? And it'd be like pouring down raining. What about you? Like, have you ever like not really checked the weather? Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's been like a couple nice days and you like, oh, it's still, it's still be nice. I ain't gonna check the weather. And you step outside, you're like, oh, oh, it's cold, cold. It's cold, or it's like raining, here. right? And so now, like, if I look outside and I'm like, "Oh, it's cold and raining," <laughs> I look good. good. You know, I'm keep it in. raining. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna get harder the closer we get really into like summer season. You know, right. you know, you get in that shorts weather, bike weather, and you like no barbecues outside. Right? You know, you losing the barbecue. Oh, I'm so barbecue. Let's. I mean, I just I ain't got nobody over, which is cool. But I'm the barbecue still happening. But at the <laughs> same time, you know what I'm saying. But that's that's different. That hits different when you look outside right. and it's sunny and it's you know it's 75, 80 degrees and it's like right. ooh. Mm. It's like you said. For me, it's the travel factor. Like the going outside factor. Like that's all well and good. Right. But the travel situation, not being able to hit some destinations, like we had some big travel plans this year. Right. When you look at the calendar and you realize like, man, this trip is probably getting canceled and this trip <laughs> ain't gonna happen. Yeah. And like, yeah, man. Like and that and that is the depressing part. Cause you like, yo, if we don't get to travel all summer That's gonna suck. <sighs> oh, bro. It's gonna be the worst. And I and I, I know it's it's like super first world problems there are definitely people who have it worse than us yeah. but just losing like that travel that escape from routine like you said same thing that escape from routine is going to be rough and so as we like to do I like to circle right back so here's the question about going back to the gym let me put it right back on you one more time mm-hmm. so you get this 12 grand if the if the options let's say you don't have let's say you don't have no other bills anything you got to worry about saving money and would you rather have the ultimate home gym with the 12 grand? Like, you know, you got kettlebells, you got a bench, you got you got everything you need. If you could have a home gym, hmm. but like, let's not like in your house, but you have like in a garage, shed, outside, whatever. Right. Or still going to the gym. What would you rather do? That's home gym. Going to the gym. Ooh, that's a tough. That's a good one. If I had the ultimate home gym, like the ultimate, like everything I need with the right amount of space. Right. So you're talking about the, the you right. So you got you got you got a bench, you got a squat rack. Yeah. Uh you got free weights, kettlebells. Yeah. You know, you you got everything you need to to really fully work out. I think I think for sure, I think if it's the, I got everything I need to work out, I feel like for me I probably lean towards doing that um i still feel like you want you want to go to the gym i I sense it in you in some sense i guess you're just so it's like one of those (laughs) things where it's so routine for you you've been doing it for so long and it's like all you know and it's just like a comfort thing you know and i guess that's what i the challenging part for me would be even now like if i had the ultimate work um like workout place i think that'll be challenging but if i have all those things available to me and i have the ultimate workout spot and then definitely i feel like i would transition to that because it's all at the all at my fingertips it's all in my home 
if I have that access. Right, and I ain't gotta wait for nobody. I don't have. Yeah, I exactly. I gotta be like, oh, how many? How many more you got? Yeah, four. All that. Four more. Four more. I don't watched you for the last forty minutes. <laughs> You've only done one set. Yo. Now you got four more. Yo, how much? Ch- What's this rest break situation? How much chest do you need to do, bro? <laughs> like, you do chest bro, every day. When s- <laughs> I cannot stand that. When somebody hits me with the, yeah, how many? How many more you got? Six more. Six. Six more what? <laughs> six more reps? <laughs> oh, you mean sets? You have six more sets. Six more sets, bro. Like what? Like I just, I, I don't understand and that. And I'm doing a super set. I be like drop with that. Oh, <laughs> the the worst is the the worst is the super set in the squat rack. Mm, oh, and you're not squatting. Those are all, and you're not squatting. All right, let me do some heavy rows, <laughs> but I'm gonna do some curls, and at the same time, I'm gonna do uh, like, bro, no, no, wait your turn. Come on, this should be a rule. There should be a rule. Yo, if you're not doing the same exercise, like if, the only time I feel like you, you should be allowed to to superset in a commercial gym, like a regular, just, you know, cheap gym, like I go to like Blink or something. Right. Is like on the regular bench in the free weight. So if you want to, you know, if you're going from bench, you know, like dumbbell bench press, right. flies, you know, incline, like all that kind of stuff. Okay, fine. Right. Because there's no really like there's nowhere else to go. Right. But for some of the other machines right. or like people who take the barbell off the bench rack mm. and then decide to deadlift with it. Oh, yeah. So now there's no bar. On, bro, then you got to wait. That's it. You you got to wait. That's the good. And then he, I, this is here. We here we go again. Right. With the, with, with with another list coming at you live on the What You Think of Podcast. Here we go. Oh, biggest pet peeves in the gym. Yo, one of my biggest pet peeves in the gym all jokes aside is the clowns who do like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna do these dumbbell presses i'm gonna get the 100 pound weights all right cool you swole city no no problem <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got no problem with you you you, you <laughs> right, i ain't got no problem for you swole city you could you could you could do the 100 pound joint right no problem right put it back in the 100 pound rack mm. don't put it back the, on the 40 rack <laughs> or on the five pound rack <laughs> what, what are you doing <laughs> Like, I get it if you needed to rest it there for a second. Like, you finished your set. That's why you was working all it. And you catching your breath and you move it back. Don't, yeah. don't, don't walk away. Nah, you got to leave that right there. Because if I see you turn. Leave it right there. I'm, bro, I will call you, you out. You will call it. somebody out. They leave it like on the 10 pound rack. I will. I will. Oh, bro. I will call you out. Yo, yo, I've what seen are you doing? It. I've seen that happen. I don't I don't understand what is so hard about putting the weights back. They're labeled. Nah, they just the free weights are labeled. Nah, they don't they do they don't care, man. It's just a weight rack. They just see it oh what's all these numbers here that's labeled? Doesn't matter. We're just putting the weights up. Right. So now I'm following, okay, here's the fives, the tens, fifteen, twenties, twenty five, thirties. Oh, 60s. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let me let me, what, so so where is there 40s here? No, there's no 40. Oh, oh, wait. I found 140. There's 140 in the 80 section, mm. 140 in the 5 section. Mm. W- what are you people doing? You know, pe- anyway. people got to do what they got to do, man. They're in a rush. They can't. They don't have time to look at the labels uh, or all that on the, the racks. You know, there's no time. Oh, I, I, re- I re-rack it. <laughs> I can't. If there's I go a- back to put back like a 30, because this is this other thing. People are, nobody wants to help anybody out, right? Mm-hmm. So if I go back, right, and I got I put my 40s back or whatever that I'm using, 
and there's a there's the wrong weight in my rack, uh-huh. I will re rack the entire thing. <laughs> Cause I'm not that. Cause, cause then, cause then now I go. Oh well, there's no room for my forties. So let me go put my forties over here. Right. And then the next, per- and, and then, and then you have chaos. You have chaos. <laughs> I, I, no, we're not having chaos. I will rewrite the entire joint. Wow, bro. man, that's except for the hun- except for the hundreds. I'm gonna be like, I'll just drop it on the whoever the swollest dude in the gym is. You're, right. You're very considerate. <laughs> You're very considerate. This was you, man. <laughs> How you know it was me? Have you seen your arms? Have you looked yourself in the mirror? The dude out there in, in that in the t-shirt with the two strings that barely cover his nipples. Oh yeah, like bro, oh. you the only one I. The stringer tops, man. Don't make fun of those stringer tops, man. Look, if you got a stringer top on at the gym, I know you picked up the hundred pound weights. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. Yo, why are you playing the you. stringer top dudes, man? They be putting in work. Nah, this is. It's only that's that's cool. Put put in work and put your put your weights back. They gotta make sure you hear the weights. No, they got no. They got hear you. No. They want you. They want you to hear the scream when they let it all out. Yo, you. I'm okay with that. First of all, I can't hear nothing because I I wear you know noise canceling headphones. But what if you still hear it through the noise canceling headphones? With the grunt. <sighs> I mean. Now you just hear a guy I'm let off. Because here's the thing, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not above a grunt or two. Because I mean, we, let's be clear, we've all done it, right? right. Last set, ah, <laughs> get get one in, right? It's important because first of, because first of all, everybody knows if you grunt, it adds an extra like five, ten pounds to any lift you can do. Right. That's, that's just basic gym rule. Duh. Um, Duh. I, I think, I think it depends. Are you doing this to draw attention to yourself or are you really just doing this because, like, you just trying to put up the weight? Because you know people in the gym who, like, make extra noise so that everyone can look at them and be like, oh, look at him jacking up the 100-pound weight. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Versus somebody who's just lifting 100-pound weights and how does he making noise? Right. No, oh, yeah. So if I, if I turn around and you, you grunt an extra and you got the stringer shirt on. <laughs> they grunt an extra pushing, like. What? Oh, if they pushing lightweight, lightweight, oh, like twenty pound weights. But you know <laughs> they gotta make it be known that they're putting work in. Nah, man, come on, come on. So we've gotten like way off track. Yes, as usual, we've we've gone down this rabbit hole of a proper gym etiquette, and I think that's because sports is just not existing. Yeah, we're losing it. We're losing it here without no sports. Nothing to talk about in the sports end, really. I mean. The, I mean, NFL draft's coming up virtually, so that should be interesting. First, do you watch the NFL draft? Uh, only, yep, yeah, only for my poor Jets to see what they pick in the first round. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you like me? I tune in for like maybe the first pick, and then I'll look for whoever the Panthers are picking. I mean, I should say yep. whoever the Chiefs are picking, right? Uh, and I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. The Jets? You you all in on? Um, I thought you switched. Oh no, that was that was Miami Heat. You still in the Jets bandwagon? Yeah, I'm still I there. You was I would get on be the Tampa Bay. Get on that Tampa Brady bandwagon, man. I am on Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Brady. I'm Tampa Bay all the way. I'm actually about That's to right. move to Tampa just so I can move cl- closer to Tom Brady. Oh, Tampa Bay. That. I forgot. Let me get. Let me order that cream sickle number twelve jersey. Let me see if they got. Yeah, one you got. There. I actually, I'm all in on the Tampa Bay shirts. Oh, um, I mean, get, you had that stimulus package. So since that stimulus came in, the stimulus package came in, and I'm ordering about a. I'm ordering a hundred Tom Tampa Bay shirts. ASAP mm. with my stimulus package. Thank you very much. I'm oh, throwing it all in. That. It's going thank it's going in. I'm all in on Tampa Bay. You know, Tom Brady, thank you. 
for coming down here to Florida. You're such a great addition. I hope you're listening, but you're probably not. You, you never know. Hey, so maybe I'm maybe. on the NFL's website. I don't. This the the, sh- the shame is that they ain't even got the creamsicle uniform. The creamsicles must be brought out ASAP. I Come can't. On, you wait. got the alternate gray, which is always a weird color for the Bucks. You got the red. Yeah. You got the white, but no. Oh wait, hold on. Let me go to throwbacks. Is it on the throwbacks? Oh, you got throwbacks, but you ain't you ain't got you ain't got Brady out here. <laughs> you got John Lynch, Derek Brooks, but mm. but no Brady. No Brady. You got Rondé Barber. What? Oh, they you gotta have Brady on there. You gotta oh, have the, Brady. Oh, they can't. I wonder if what's his name has to change his number. Dude, then. I forgot they don't about have Brady. That. No, because you for real, Doug they don't Williams, have Brady on there. Nah, because Doug Williams had number twelve on the no. on the Bucks. I thought no, no, Doug Williams gotta go. It's gotta go. <laughs> Sorry, gotta go. Because that's the only number twelve jersey they got. They also got a Dilfer number twelve jersey too. I'll we'll get that no. Dilfer jersey. Dilfer, bye, bye. Come on, what no. you mean, man? Trent Dilfer. No, Trent, Trent Dilfer. Ravens, <laughs> <man. You're laughs> What a joke. All so right. speaking of jokes and like terrible quarterbacks, I believe you had some uh, things you want us to go over, some like bench cut situations that you saw. Since, oh, yeah. You know, right. Sports right. Is dead, apparently. Right. Right. So since sports are dead, um, you know, we've kind of gone down this, you know, we start up our own conversations about some of the greats. And there's been a lot of talk of the, you know, some of the greats of the past in basketball as far you know, a lot of talk has been around Michael Jordan the last week or so because of the new documentary that's coming out. And so they've been starting kind of a trend of like start, bench, cut. Um, a lot of players that are playing now or in the past. And so they give three three players um, to, to rank in who you would start, bench, and cut. First round of players we got, we have Klay Thompson, Ray Allen, I don't even think about this. Clay's getting cut. Immediately. Not Immediately. Even. No. Wow. Not even thinking about it. Because here's the thing. Clay Thompson has never been the number one go-to option on any team he's played for. Sorry. I mean, like, in high school, I'm sure. But mm. not not on, not on the pro level. He's never been a number one option. So mm. if you're not the number one option on the team, I can't. He were. I just, you know, how do how do I know he can carry a team? Reggie Miller, I know can. Ray Allen, for sure. First of all, LeBron only got one of them rings because of Ray Allen. In fact, yeah. Ray Allen really got people two rings because uh, your boy Kevin Garnett and Chris and uh, what Kevin Garnett and what Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, there you go. That was a Paul somewhere. Uh, and right. Paul Pierce only got a ring also because of Ray Allen dropping threes. So for me, it's easy. I'm going to start Ray Allen. Because what people I think are forgetting about is Ray Allen on the Bucks back in the day, not yeah. only could he play offense, the man has some solid, solid defense. What about you know, Super they, people like. Right, you know, same thing. You talking about you? So people, I think, are thinking about like his days with the Celtics or with the Heat, where he was more of a pick and pop, uh, spot up, you know, assassin shooter from the from the corner. But mm-hmm. you taking young Ray? Because I'm I'm assuming that we're taking all these guys in their prime. I'm just gonna you know make that assumption for everybody. So mm-hmm. and then in terms of Ray, uh, Reggie Miller, the Nick killer, and let's not forget. Uh, Reggie Miller against the Bulls back in the day. Mm. 
Reggie Miller gave Jordan some fits, you know? So, yeah. for me, it's, you know, you're starting Ray Allen, you're, you're benching Reggie Miller, and, and you're cutting Clay. Who you got? Mm. Yeah, that's, dude, that's actually, you know, that's that's a fair assessment. Um, I'm, I'm literally probably going to side with you on this one, I think. This is like, it makes sense. I mean, when you talk about Ray Allen... And you talk about Reggie Miller, they're diconic, man. I mean, Ray Allen's pretty much, he got Boston a ring and he got uh, Miami a ring. Thank, you know, I mean, he he really put those teams, I mean, he didn't put them on the map, but he helped them in great deals and tight spots. Um, and he one of the greatest shooters, you know, alive, I think, you know, in the history of the game of the NBA. Um, I think back to the Milwaukee days, all the way to the Seattle Supersonic days. You know, Ray Allen was just killing. As someone you looked up to as a three-point specialist, um, the way he scored was that it was just at a phenomenal rate. And then you look at uh, Reggie Miller. I mean, I got well. I put Ray Allen to start, but Reggie Miller is definitely one on on my bench. I mean, Reggie Miller is a killer. He could kill your team instantly. You know, he is the guy you bring out to to be the assassin. To just knock your team and just take the breath out of you, and he, you know, even Michael Jordan said it himself. Reggie Miller was a, he was a tough one to play. He was, as he quoted, he was like one of those. He was like a chicken on the basketball court. He was just all over the place, and he was, was you know, he was all over the place, all over the place as as a basketball player, a Hall of Famer. Reggie Miller was that guy, you know, and so leading to you know my cut guy, which is Clay Thompson. Um, Clay is great. Don't get me wrong. I think Clay Thompson is going to be at the end of the day. He's probably going to be a Hall of Famer as well. Um, will he leave Golden State to potentially be a leader of a team and be the star player of a team? Maybe. I would love to see it and see how he handles that. Because um, we've seen Reggie Miller be the star of their team of a team like in Indiana, and we've seen Ray Allen be the same thing for teams like Milwaukee and the Seattle SuperSonics. Um, so we've seen those two guys be the stars of their team. So I think Clay Thompson's more than capable of it. I just think right now, um, still being under the kind of the wing of um, Steph Curry, um, I don't know if that, you know, that kind of shadows kind of his game, but he's still great nonetheless. But I would love to see Clay just run his old team and see how that works out. Really a great player, no matter what, however you slice it. Oh yeah, so that was the first round. Um, the second round, um, I'm gonna run this one by you. So the second round of start, bench, and cut, we have here um, Allen Iverson, Russell Westbrook, and Chris Paul. I'm, I'm gonna let you start. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna mull it over. I'm gonna let you start with that one. My start automatically for me, I, I have to start AI. Um, we said automatically. Automatically AI. I mm. mean, AI is legendary in his own right. I mean, his leadership abil- his leadership abilities and in the era he kind of came up in, I mean, I think the way he handled himself, the way he led the 76ers all those years, which is something amazing. Um, the year he led them to the NBA Finals against the Lakers, though they lost that series, um, I think was a testament of his will, especially with the team that he had. Um, he was just all around a great, just a just a great point guard. Um, and when you match that up against, I guess a guy like, you know, for my 
my bench guy, who I'm gonna add, uh, I'm gonna put out for Chris Paul, who is my bench guy in this lineup. Mm. Um, Chris Paul is also a great leader as a point guard, and he is also a great. I feel like a great team player as a guy you want on your team riding for you. And he's led his teams to multiple playoff appearances. And, you know, though he hasn't gotten to that promised land. Nope. Um, to the to the NBA Finals, I think um, he's definitely shown great success. And he's just a great point guard overall um, in, in his stance. I mean, one thing that's really at this what really stuck me out to Chris Paul being my bench guy, I think, is in, in this current year, this past, this year, with being with OKC. Um, since being traded, everyone put out OKC to be the worst team in the league. He's actually helped lead that team to be a playoff contender in this one year, despite the roster um, being depleted after Russell Westbrook had been tra- um, traded away. So I think to see what he's done in his leadership, that says a lot for his character and what he's able to do. And so that's why I have him as my bench guy. Um, to cut Russell Westbrook in my lineup, it's really a tough call. I think despite being a triple-double monster all these years, I mean, he's great in his own right. But I feel like Russell was just the guy that, as far as leading a team to that to that point, I don't know if he's my guy to really lead a team down the stretch. Um, of course, we know that he did reach the NBA Finals with Kevin Durant and James Harden back in 2012. Um, so they went that year. Of course, so you look at that OKC team, they had – Three MVPs on that team now. Thinking, thinking back at it, um, of course the star player was Kevin Durant. So, I mean, Russell Westbrook's a great player. He's been in the playoffs many times, but I just, as far as individually, I don't see him with that same leadership ability at a point guard position, the ability to lead a team as AI or Chris Paul did. And so that's my start bench and cut for these three guys. What about you, Miles? Here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, go for it. With there, there's, there's not even a question for who's, who we're starting here. And it's Allen Iverson for several right. reasons. Number one, Allen Iverson is probably going to go down in history as the old, as, as to steal a boxing term, as pound for pound, the best basketball player of all time. Yeah, he's I think definitely. People make that argument all the time is that he's arguably the best player. He's only six feet, if that, 5'11, maybe. Um, and you, you you referenced, of course, the NBA Finals. Is And if you're talking about most iconic moments in NBA history, the three and the step over of Tyron Lue. Yeah, that's one of the most I mean, moments. you could maybe even put that in, like, top three NBA Finals moments. Because the step that's, over. That's a fair argument. Is just disrespectful <laughs> on so many levels. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, to steal truly. a game. In the NBA Finals against Shaq and Kobe in their prime, yeah, Ooh. game one too. Game, game one, one they stole. yeah, out the box, and there was no Jr. to mess it up like they did for LeBron. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, so for me, it's easy. Allen Iverson. Now the question becomes: Chris Paul or Russell Westbrook? My problem with Chris Paul is, like you said, he he's been on a lot of teams. He hasn't done much of anything. And I think he's one of those players who, when he's on your team, you kind of tolerate him. But when he's off your team, you can't stand him. Because nobody seems to like Chris Paul. Nobody likes him when he's not on your team. No one. There was, like, the spitting incident he had recently with, like, Rajon Rondo. Like, you know, 
I, and Russell Westbrook same has sort of a similar problem in the sense I think is he's also one of those players where I feel like if he's on your team you tolerate him, but if he's against you, you're like, yo, dude, will you just tone it down a notch? Like your yeah, intensity level on. is it's high. Now, it's way high. although I think Russell Westbrook is sort of a uh, a st- a stat guy to a certain extent, uh, yeah. you can't argue with a triple double. I mean, right. uh, averaging a triple double over a season, it's only been done since the big O. I gotta, I I gotta put him on the bench. And if you have Allen Iverson, we talking about practice and Russell Westbrook. First of all, that's a very intense backcourt. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, yeah. you put Allen, you bench Allen for for a hot second to catch a breather, and then you put in Westbrook coming in. Yeah. And like you said, if you're concerned about Westbrook leading a team, he doesn't have to lead a team. Having right. him, you know, pick up the slack coming off the bench when Allen Iverson needs a needs a little breather or two. I yeah. gotta I gotta cut Chris Paul. Yeah. That's him in the banana boat got to go. So, someone's in the banana boat gotta go. I feel you. I get it. I get it. That was a tough it's a tough decision between those two. But yeah, I mean, um they're doing a lot of um these the, these talks and discussions on who you cut and who to start and who to bench. It's very interesting seeing them. There's a lot of them um, out there. Some very difficult. Some um, you can kind of easily pinpoint which ones to start and bench cut. So yeah, I mean that that's a it's a good little little game and talk to, to um, discuss as we go through these periods of non sports, trying to just fill the void as best as we can. You know, during these times. But, um, you know, for those who don't know, and probably a lot of you sports heads know, especially if you love basketball, that, um, you know, the last dance, talking about, you know, Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls will be playing on ESPN um, uh, tomorrow night on Sunday. So that's something that should be watched if you really want to fill that void for basketball. Especially since basketball, the playoffs was supposed to start um, today, actually. And so, you know, trying to fill that void, go watch the documentary tomorrow night. So that's something to help out if possible. So now moving into our more our more serious topics, uh, we're going to talk about whole Zoom video conferencing, Microsoft Teams, Hangouts, Google Suites, this whole sort of nebulous situation that we live in society today of course with you know work and friends and family and this uh this physical social distancing that we're all doing and so you always kind of have to be on right because you know you have conferences at work and people want to get together on, on the phone and it's sort of like almost like your your day to a certain extent is even more busy than it may have been uh before so have you had an issue like navigating the Zoom video conference world? Yeah, for me at least with um the video conferencing for me work-wise, I have barely used it at all for work-wise or anything-wise. I mean, the only time I've used really video conference was like with you, Miles. I mean, I haven't really used it like that. Um I know now a lot of people and for work purposes have used a video conference and like Zoom or um, for school and college now that everything is virtual or even for um, from what I've heard, like middle schools and elementary schools and high schools, they've been using Zoom as well. 
and so I, you know i i didn't realize it was like a thing of having like over just being on overdrive and too many zoom video conferences i like i didn't even think that through until i like i read the article you sent me and realizing man that that could be really a thing just in and out of conferences or even if um you have uh now they i think you mentioned this you mentioned this to me um having like baby showers and um parties over zoom now and doing link ups and watching movies i mean i haven't done that i haven't really rarely have done it but i know it's a it's a thing now where everybody's doing it to kind of you know keep in touch with everyone to still be engaged to still somewhat have some fun um, but it's different. I mean, to think about it, having that type of interaction, it's it's different. It's going to be, as we've been mentioning for the last few weeks, the new normal that we're probably going to see a lot more of. Um, it's This type of way of living is, you know, it's going to change. It's, just, it's, it's changing everything we used to know. And so... It puts us, it's going to put us in a place like how do we handle this much information, this much um, video conferencing and just trying to balance it. I read in the article, the best way to balance it is trying to schedule, you know, schedule it accordingly, maybe like twice, twice a week with or three times a week, but trying to space out in between your, your video conferencing just to give you some time to breathe and not always be on the conference, video conference. So you're not getting on overdrive. I guess that's probably the best, try the best thing to do. If you can schedule your time with space in between, that's probably the best thing to do to avoid overdrive. But I have not encountered that for myself. Um, most of my work-wise have been, my work things related have been done over the phone. Um, nothing video though for me as of right now. But I think something to think of if you do have someone, anyone out there dealing with it, is probably to, just to space it out if you can, the amount of time you're doing type these Zoom video conference calls, if you can. Yeah, for me, it, it's just straight up annoying. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I can I'm imagine. On, I'm on conference calls all the time. Um, for my work, I'm on conference calls. Uh, for what I do for work, it's conference calls. Um, it's, or I should say, video calling, whatever. Um, and I think one of the things is like, so uh, before I worked this job, obviously I worked at other jobs, but like before, if you had meetings, right? Because I've had pretty packed schedules before, but like you, to a certain extent, you couldn't schedule meetings back to back, right? Right. Because it was like, okay, we'll I have a meeting in this office, but then I have to like drive across town to get to this office or, you know, whatever. So you couldn't be like, oh, let me have a meeting at 10 and then, yeah, put me one for 1030 and 11 and then 1130. But what happens is now is people are like, oh, but well, you don't have nowhere to go. Like you don't have to travel. Like there's no, like you're moving, you know. You're just moving from one one link to another. So, like, there's yeah. no travel time. There's no break. There's no sort of, like, oh, like, downtime, you know, whatever, right? I think the other thing right. is, too, is let's be clear. Those, you know, uh, webcams, they are not flattering. And I'm a dude, so I'm, you know, whatever. But at the same time, not only are they not flattering. Remember, we're living in an age where people ain't got access to the salon and the barber situation, right? So right. I don't have access to a, and a barber and I'm on a video conference with like terrible lighting and it's like all up in my face that can like, right. you know, stir up some anxiety. 
even even if you're not necessarily like an insecure person or self-conscious about your looks like that is very jarring and then on top of that it's your personal space because now that we're home it's not like a video conference that you may have had in an office before right so it's your office no one cares but like this is your home so now you're trying to like hunt out like blank wall space like oh let me see if i can get this blank wall you know, because I don't need want people to see what I have in my house or, you know, what's in my wall. You know, you just, you know, you have this like this. There's a lot more like thinking and anxiety involved in it. Right. And then outside of work, like I said, we've we've had some sort of we've had a couple invites for, you know, like there was a baby shower for a friend of ours. It was like an anniversary party for someone else and some, you know, a couple other things. And it's just it's just weird, right? Because generally there's more people on the Zoom call now. Uh, or even oh. if it would be the same amount of people in your house, if you go to a house party, like everybody's not in the same conversation, right? You know, you may have this, you know, group of four sick people. They're having one conversation. Other people are having a different conversation. These people are standing in the hallway. These people are in the kitchen, you know, wherever, right? These people are outside. You, you know, even if you have a bunch of people over, like the conversations are spread out. But kind of with Zoom, right. there is no spread out conversation. It's just one room. It's just right. this one large room of echoiness. And right, then, right. you know, and I think the hardest part now, right, is sort of, I think it's important to, like I talked about making schedules, but also to like setting boundaries, right? Because, and like being clear, right? Because we lived in a society, I think, where a lot of times, let's be clear, we all lie. <laughs> You know, like right, we didn't right, never yeah. really come out and be like, you know, I don't really want to hang out with you today. We just be like, oh man, <laughs> you know, something came up. I ain't gonna make it. And we all knew ain't yeah. nothing come up, but we just, yeah. we just like, we like, you know, we just accepted that that was how like society works. Yeah, like, that was just what it oh, is. Oh man, you know, I love to make it out to you, but you know, I got caught uh, up, man. Yeah, you know, or or like, oh man, you know, so much traffic. I don't know, you know, looking like on a couple hours ago. Bumper to bumper right yeah, now, man. I can't make yeah. it. Then I gotta yeah. cross over to GW. Nah, yeah. man, it's, it's not gonna. You're not a GWBB. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get across <laughs> the bridge right now, but you know, rush hour. You know, overturned track trail on right the now. on the upper level. So you know, everybody coming down to the lower. You know, how to lower get like you know. <laughs> so you have you no got people excuse, from the Henry right? Hudson coming up. You know, the Henry right. Hudson. You know, people trying to get on the bridge. It's right. just not happening. Or like same thing. Like if you were at a party or whatever, and you you could hit them with the oh man, the party was lame, or, or you just didn't want to get out of there. Like I'm saying, if you if you had anxiety or whatever, you just didn't want to like getting up for a social situation is difficult. You could always be like oh man, it's getting kind of late. You know, I got to go to work tomorrow, or right. you know, got you know, I got got a long drive back. You know, it's gonna be late. You know, these these roads late where right, man. Right, right. You know, like <laughs> what commute? Your commutes from your couch to your bed, like nah, you know what you, I mean. But you know, you you get you get to hit them with like, oh, you know, the internet service out here just move a little <laughs> slow. It's you know, my modem's not set up right. My router has been all messed up. I gotta get a new one. Like like you know, your, it's your, all like back your actual internet. My yeah, my actual internet. My, literally, my internet's all messed up over here. I actually need a new modem as we speak. And so this is the perfect time to use excuses on not to to use video conference. It, it would actually work out for me. And I think in situations too, right? It's important to like be honest, right? Because you may feel a certain type of a way about how do I set boundaries for myself? Because you're mm-hmm. right. There is no 
there is no commute, right? There's no like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I do have a long commute. Even if that wasn't, even if it was true, you know, internet traffic. Commute, <laughs> internet traffic, right? But <laughs> like, in traffic. all honesty, like, you may have, it may have not even been an excuse, right? Back in the day, it, it may have been legit. You did have to get up to go to right. work early. There was traffic on the GWB. Uh, you know, you did have, you know, you, you'd have, you did have a long day at work and you just want to get home, right? But now we all kind of know that that's not true anymore. So it's it's yeah. important to sort of set those boundaries and be like, hey, look, you know what? It's been fun, been on this chat. I need, you know, I'm getting some downtime or I'm taking a rest. And I think it and it and, and it's okay to sort of reject that because it's hard. I think now to to use the line like I'm busy, right? Because right for us, it's like busy doing what? What what are you busy doing? You don't have no errands to run. Like <laughs> like you're not yeah, at the I'm store. Rolling you're not in bed, window man. shopping. I need to roll to my bed. <laughs> Even Jim, like, doing. what you mean? You have you at the I, you at your house, man. Yeah, you man, ain't even I gotta got go music to the gym, playing. man. Right, I got the home <laughs> you got gym. None of those. Like, oh, right. my new gym equipment is acting up. It's little, you know, these cables I just bought from my home. Or these mm. these mm-hmm. resistance bands. Oh man, you know, I'm trying to set them up to my door. It's not working out. You know, there's still some excuses you can jump. You know, put in there. You know. What I've done is I may turn my camera on, depending on the meeting, obviously, because some some obviously meetings I can't. But if it's a meeting where I can turn my camera off, I'll turn it on when I first join the meeting. Like, hey, is everybody good? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Hey. So what it meet camera off. Come on, man. What if they want to see Miles in the flesh for the whole first of all, hour? You're not seeing me in the flesh. You're not seeing me in the flesh. You see me through a video camera, and you know what you can stare still, at. Still, man, they want to see. They no. want to see your face. No, I'm good. They want to see. They want to see all the miles mm-mm, 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 for that mm-mm. hour. They want to see you, man. Give mm-mm. the people what they want. Mm-mm, Give the people mm-mm, what they want. That's the all I'm saying. Want no, I'm so I'm good. So like, so that's what <laughs> I was just. I would turn my camera off. I ain't keeping it on. Like I said, I come in for the beginning to me. Like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Camera off. Come on, man. If I ain't got you nothing better, to say, man. camera. Nah. Come on, nah. man. Show your you gotta, face, man. Show the, you show the pearly whites. You got to establish boundaries to, like, maintain mm. your sanity wow. in these days. Like, because mm. I think all of our boundaries are being pushed to their limit, right? Because there's a lot yeah. more um, personal exposure because now our lives, they were online before. Now they're, like, totally online. You know, there's yeah. you can't not be online to have any sort of interaction. Um, and then, like you said, once again, you have these video conferencing and videos and it's a lot more intrusive. You're in your house. And and then on top of that, too, like you have family, you have your kids in the background, your, you know, your spouse. Like there is a lot going on that wouldn't be happening yeah. at your job and not, and not necessarily things that you may want to expose people to who you work with. You know, a lot of us. Yeah want to keep our work and personal lives separate you know we don't necessarily want to you know have them (laughs) joining together that's work that's personal and you know you keep it separate and keep it pushing um and so i think that it's just something to keep in mind you know that there is some sort of burnout and it's important to you know set boundaries lay down the law this is what i'm comfortable with this is what i'm not I'm going to set up the schedule for and really more so for personal because kind of with your job, you don't really have no choice. But at least with your personal life, if people want to have like these Zoom conferences or even if people just want to like have a conversation, because I think a lot of people now have moved into just having video chats instead of like calling people. Well, 
people didn't even call people on the phone before but now like people want to call people on the phone and like have that face-to-face connection so even just scheduling it you know like all right like we can talk but like we only talk for an hour or you know like i'll talk to you on third you know whenever you know you work out that comfortability between uh, whoever you want to talk to and establish like that but burnout's definitely a real thing uh just in general so how have you been managing your burnout now you you, you teased it earlier you mentioned something about lego talk to me about yes. how you're managing your burnout with lego um being creative and trying to find new things during this time can be very challenging as we all may know right now and so for me i was thinking about trying to find something i guess that could keep my mind stimulated it's like a or somewhat just a uh a way a mechanism for just meditation and so one thing i th- was thinking back on was legos or lego and yeah, so can we not can we can we use the the actual term it's lego yes lego, lego yes go. miles it's had the correct me at least. Ma- no miles corrected me a few times on this one yes lego so <laughs> lego was a thing for me growing up um I think for most of us growing up was uh, a fun thing we used to do to build. It kept us busy and it was sort of like a calming thing, at least for me. And so I realized I was like, you know, why not get back to it and trying to um, get get back to building on, you know, those type of things. And so that's why I decided to, to buy a few Lego sets. I actually bought a few. Um not gonna lie it was a little costly um doing oh, it a little costly yeah a little costly you don't gotta people. get don't, it don't hide details. don't hide from the people all right don't hide don't, look, don't don't hide so remember this this so podcast a, is about vulnerability honesty you know being being open as men and let's open that checkbook yes so let's open the checkbook so so i decided to buy the lego set lego set so what I got was I got a New York City Architects set, which is not too big. It's a small little set. Um, they have the One World Trade Center, the Chrysler Building, the Empire State Building. And so that was not too bad in price. I believe that was like what, 50 or $60 that I got it for. And then I bought a Yoda statue type thing to build. That was a little bit more costly. It's around the $80 to $90 range. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and then for my last thing that I bought, I bought the Batmobile. Mm. The Batmobile was actually probably the highest paid, and so mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. about two fifty. Two what? So two fifty, man. Two fifty. That's two dollars fifty cent. No, 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 no. That's uh, two hundred fifty. Oh, oh, you mean two hundred and fifty? Two hundred. Two hundred fifty. You the same man who want to buy a new router? I'm, anyway, yeah, continue. Man. I'm, I'm not cut yeah, you man. off. This, see, man, these router problems just started coming up, man. These have been... I thought I could deal with it, but now I can't deal with it, so I'm buying a router today, actually. Your so, internet been trash since the start of this Don't podcast. make fun of my internet, man. <laughs> don't make fun of it. Don't make fun of my... My internet has been doing just fine. And mm-hmm. then once I started talking to you, man, things just went downhill. So <laughs> this might be your fault. Send me the money. Send me the money for this router. I... Mm. You could do me a solid and be a good friend. Oh, just yeah, send me the money. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you just get a stimulus check? You straight. Man, the stimulus check, man, I, I'm I'm already ran out, man. That's it. All on Lego. <laughs> yeah, because you're spending Lego like there's no tomorrow. Man, come on, man. This, I had to prioritize, man. Lego first. So has it helped? Lego first, man. Hey, it's all about being creative. 
creative and spending money on things to, hey, maybe if this helped with just being creative and trying different things, hey, go for it. I'm trying so to, I'm really, has like, it helped? I, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. When I, when I was doing it last weekend, I was like, oh, yeah, like, my mind was totally, like, I was at ease. Like, I felt like I was in really calm stages doing it. It was really relieving, uh, really helpful. Um, yeah, it's just really not, it's, it was really good. And so that's why, the, that's why I got the, the kind of the bigger sets with Yoda and the Batman, uh, the Batmobile. So those will take probably a little bit more time to do mm-hmm. since there's some more, more pieces involved, but I know I'm really going to enjoy it once I get started on them. And so it's just something to keep my mind occupied. I know as I go along, I'm definitely going to find other ways to be creative and try different things. I've also really been stretching out. And it's been greatly beneficial for me. And so I'm going to keep that going as well. And that's something new that I've been doing. And so with this time now that I have, I've been taking advantage of it and doing it. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. And so, yeah, those are the, probably the two of the new things I'm doing. Just so I know there'll be other things I'll probably come up with along the way. I need to buy a pull-up bar at some mm-hmm. point. So that's something else I need to get into. But, yeah, that's what I've been doing as far as trying to be creative or just try to keep active and right, keep the mind stimulated. Sanity. I've been reading more. And I know that sounds funny because I'm, I'm a big oh, reader yeah. in general. But yeah. I've I found that my everyday life, like I do like consuming information. And so like I've, I've always been a big reader of like articles and like, you know, different stuff like that. But when I was younger, not even younger, when I had less time, like even in college, like I found myself reading more novels and books so I've been kind of trying to right. get back into like reading like novels and books. Articles and stuff are good, but there's something about like a nice book that you can like settle right. into a nice 600 right. page, you know, 600 page turner you can really kind of sink your teeth into. So I've been really mm. trying to like nail down like some really like nice books. So even some I've been doing some fiction reading, some nonfiction reading, some interesting stuff. Maybe we'll talk about it um, on the podcast, talk about what we're reading or something like that. Um, so I've been really working on that during the your every average day you don't really sort of have like the time or energy that you want to invest in you know it's just kind of like you get home from work and it's like you you make dinner or whatever and it's like oh it's like or you go to the gym and then by the time you're home it's like oh do i really want to like spend the time investing like can i just watch netflix and go to sleep like (laughs) and so now so i mean i I think it's you know I think it's important to sort of like maybe either go back to some of the roots, like going because even when you mentioned Lego, I was huge in Lego as a kid, and now I'm like, you know what? I kind of kind of want to get another Lego set. Of course, I'm, I'm not <laughs> about to be you and spend like four hundred dollars, but come on, man, it wasn't four hundred, man. Uh, come on, that's that's two sixty plus eighty plus sixty. Do the math. All right, man. So why you uh, gotta do me like that, man? Why you gotta right, do that? You're right. My bad. My, I didn't even mean to call you out like that. You right. So I ain't even go. Damn, you know, we, we ain't even gonna talk about. It. We just gonna skip. I'm buying. I'm right. buying the Millennium Falcon next. That's it. It's going down. Millennium oh, Falcon. So you, isn't that like six hundred though? Nah, it's actually almost a thousand for the ultimate the collector oh, set. Yeah, it's, oh. it's about a thousand dollars. A stack. Uh, I guess stack, I'm never G. getting that 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 uh, C Mac jersey. Mm, 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 oh mm, man, mm. Uh, I told you, man. It's Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. That's what you get. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Yeah. So if you get that Millennium Falcon, first of all, you gotta put you gotta post it on IG then. One, oh yeah, that's definitely going to IG. You get, yeah, you gotta you know because you gotta you gotta let them know this is what I'm out here doing. The people's like, oh, buy cars, that's- buy jewelry. No, I'm buying Lego. <laughs> Lego set all day. That's how I'm flexing on the gram. How are you flexing? Um. So yeah. Uh, we should move into our 
final topic because uh, we were just we were just rambling on about about the gym. So we're gonna move into our final topic, uh, our quote or song of the week. Uh, I think I kicked it off with a song last week, so I'll, I'll let you uh, kick it off with a whatever you're kicking it off with. Quote, song, poem. Uh, today would be another quote. Um, I would love to put in music, but I really don't have any new music out for myself. Music's been on the on the, on the back burner lately, just because of everything. So I have no mu- no new music really, but quotes. Do you find yourself listening trip. less music since you're not commuting? Because like I feel like. Even I used to listen to sports podcasts like in the morning. I found that like now that I don't have a morning drive commute or an afternoon mm-hmm. commute, right? My music right. and sports podcast intake is like down, is like way down. Yeah, no, it's been way down for me, way down. I don't listen to like I feel like I rarely listen to music now, or like podcasts in general, other podcasts in general. It's gone down a lot, and you would think it would be up a little bit at least for the podcast piece, but I just haven't been you know listening as much as i used to for the drives i mean for my long drives that's, that was the perfect time to listen to a good podcast or you know listen to new music so it's just been it's been different now so it's just i'm trying to get back into that but uh it's just weird now that it is it is strange how that you know the car and travel was kind of my thing for listening to new stuff and so the quote that i selected was by leo burnett and the quote is and states uh, curiosity about life and all of its aspects, I think, is still the secret of gr- great creative people. End quote. And so um, this is kind of just a, a simple quote. And I thought it was it's fairly it kind of relates to me right now as far as just being curious about trying different things and just even if it's going back to your roots or trying something new like. Um, and just being creative and seeing where it takes you when you try mm-hmm. different things and seeing where parts, you know, of just opening your mind up a little bit more um, when you try something new. Um, especially during times like this when you're kind of trying to figure out, oh, what should I do now? Or what, you know, if there's something that sparked your curiosity of something, hey, try it out. If there's something that you've always been thinking about doing and, and you want to try it out, go for it. You know, especially now, if you have the time, you have the abilities, try it out. Um, because I feel it's probably the best time to do it. And I feel like now is the best time to, you know, f- having all these curiosities, it's time to be creative. And I think that's um, kind of the talk we had today in this podcast is just being creative and finding different things to engage us or talk about or spark new ideas. And so, yeah, I just thought the quote resonated a lot with today and what we're talking about. What about you, Miles? I'm gonna keep the song train rolling. I'm gonna go with a song Ooh, by Sarah. Song train rolling. Gotta keep the song train rolling. Oh right. What you so got? I'm gonna go with a, a song by Sarah Reeves called "Anxious." So last week I, I talked about uh, more like depression and suicide. Uh, this time we're gonna go with anxiety. Uh, so like I said, the song is uh, Sarah. It's "Anxious" by Sarah Reeves, and so the opening line I think is also fitting for the society in which we live in, right? Because we live in a society. Uh, that's sort of driven by social media, which we've talked about on the podcast on a number of occasions. So the quote goes, where the opening sort of lyrics to the song is, throw the covers over my head, finding comfort in my own bed, staring at a screen light, looking at the highlights, everybody's good life, reminding me of what I don't have, second guessing who I really am, maybe I should give up, will I ever measure up, I don't think I'm good enough. 
And like I said, I think that's fitting for the society we live in, especially now because everybody is on Instagram. And even more so because even when we've, we've moved in sort of this like quarantine zone and I think there's also like this a lot of uh, what people focus on is how per- like I mean, it's, it's, it's good. We've talked about about being productive, keeping mentally active. But a lot of what people do is like post on Instagram. Uh, you know, look, look at this healthy dinner. I learned how to cook today or, you know, uh, I did my workout this morning. Did you are you still sitting on the couch? And it's kind of like. <sighs> like we get it you've got your perfectly curated life but at the end of the day it's true it's really just highlights whatever you know however these you know instagram stories are 60 seconds long or uh you know instagram posts are six seconds long and you know 10 second stories and all sort of stuff and it, it's really a snippet of someone's life right. that's extremely yeah. curated i'm definitely not going to post bad part of my life is i'm not going to post anything that's bad in my life. That's not what Instagram is for. Instagram is for curating the highlights so that I can go look at me, right? You know, look how good my life is. Um, right. And so I think it's important to like be mindful of that when we're looking at Instagram, looking at social media, that it's a highlight, man. Yeah. It's just a highlight. Definitely, reel. man. Like it's yeah, just man. like just like we look at athletes. Like if you look at LeBron's highlight reel or Jordan's highlight reel, it, it's the highlight reel. And obviously they're the best athletes of all time. But you know they got the ball stolen from them and they've gotten shots blocked. Like, but you don't put LeBron getting blocked on his highlight reel. Like, it's it's not yeah. a thing. Like you don't. It's not a thing. You don't. It really right. isn't. You know you, you don't put you know the uh, a fumble. On someone, you know, like uh, Cam Newton's fumble in the Super Bowl, that doesn't go on Cam Newton's highlight reel. Um, yeah, and so it's important to remember that all of the stuff that we see on social media, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, it is just a highlight and not the person's life. Um, and so I think it's you know it's been another great episode, covered a lot of stuff, went down the the gym rabbit hole again. Uh, talking about zoom burnout because zoom burnout is real start declining those zoom invitations when you people like oh let's do zoom happy hour um let's not say we did you know (laughs) because the zoom happy hour. i remember when i first got my first invitation to a zoom happy hour was like the first week of work that we moved online they're like oh zoom happy why 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 i don't know it's a thing Let's let's not let's not. So I, I go for that, it. that 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 Zoom invitation. There was no Zoom happy hour for me. Um, so yeah, we've covered a lot of stuff, and you can find us on Instagram at What You Thinking Podcast. Find us on Twitter, What You Thinking Podcast. We're on uh, everywhere podcasts are fine. Please make sure you share with your friends. Let them know. Yes, Always sir. looking for to hear from listeners. Mm-hmm. And so this has been another wonderful episode of the what you thinking podcast i am your boy miles and this is colin here and we'll see you next time